Welcome to Team Luke for Minds Podcast. On this show, our mission is to help families just like yours. We'll bring you inspiring stories from brain injury survivors, advice from health professionals, and much more to help make the recovery journey a little easier. If you or anyone you know has a, suffered from a brain injury, this show is for you. Welcome to Team Luke Copermine's uh, special edition podcast. Today we have Patty Foster and Diana Adams. Um, so Patty Foster, we actually met at um, one of Team Luke Copermine's big conferences and we met, we connected with each other, we both gave speeches and then she actually took me out to um, took me out to a, a uh, oh, that's right. the person she was going to go and talk to, and I got to see that, witness that, and she's she's an awesome person. And actually, today is um, going to be her um, anniversary date from her injury. So uh, I'm going to leave it up to her to tell you about it. So what happened to your injury, Patty? Sweet, great stuff, Austin. <laughs> It was actually June 18th, 2002, and uh, I mean, we were just preened by a semi pulling a trailer full of cars, uh, barreling down the highway. We had no idea he was coming. There were four of us in a Tahoe. I mean, you know, a sturdy SUV it is. I was sitting behind the driver. We all were being good law-abiding citizens, had our seatbelts on. Um, I had bought flowers for all the ladies in this group, and we had totally stopped the Tahoe. Well, I took off my seatbelt to turn to check on the flowers for whatever reason, I do not remember. And all of a sudden, bam, that's when the impact happened. It was a semi pulling a trailer full of cars, zooming down the highway at 70 miles per hour. He plowed into the back of our totally stopped Tahoe. We were his brakes. So, I mean, remember, I mean, you can imagine how my body was kind of turned, you know, that angle. And so when the impact happened, then it just shot my body like a missile out of the back opposite side of the Tahoe through that fake window, not designed to be open. Uh, so the, I, I must really, you know, as my parents would say, Patty, you have a hard head. <laughs> well, I think it must have come to my benefit at that point. Um, because when, when I came out, uh, eyewitnesses said I just went right up into the air, not down or across or into a pole or a tree. Um, and, uh, the lady, in, in fact, one of the eyewitnesses just talked with me a few minutes ago and she talked about how, when she saw me coming out at first, they didn't even think I was a human. They thought I was a piece of laundry that had just <laughs> flown out of the towel. And then suddenly that piece of laundry started falling down to the ground. And they said, my body just skidded some three stories across the highway and stopped in the lane of traffic. Um, and some truck I'm told pulled up in front of my body, you know, just to, to stop oncoming traffic from just smashing me into small pieces or more pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but when they got there to check on me, no, no pulse was found and all the, face and head and ripped open and eyeball hanging out and all my body was totally discombobulated and the way the body wasn't designed to be moved. Mm. Um, all the blood was gone over 
So um, they said, okay, she's gone. She's dead. Pulled the white sheet over me. And they assumed life was over. Apparently miracles still mm. happen. Uh, some dude who was, you know how, you know how curious we are and looking around the system and looking around the scene, uh, heard a gurgling noise coming from beneath the white sheet. Started yelling. That's when the life flight helicopter was contacted, landed at the scene. Uh, when the flight medic and flight nurse, you know, were attempting to put me on to the helicopter, trying to keep me out of shock, then my body just fell down into a coma. So for six weeks, I was a living dead person. I have no, no memory. Uh, and I'm doing today such high functioning uh, that they said I would never do. Uh, so uh, it's amazing. They said I would never see out of my right eye, never talk, never speak in a complete sentence, uh, never walk, never be able to move my right arm, right forearm, right fingers, right hip, leg, nothing to work again. Um, they had to reteach me my ABCs. Uh, how to read, how to speak, how to identify things. And uh, sure, it took a long time. I mean, just like Austin knows, an incredibly long time uh, to endure, persevere, because you want to give up more than once. You wrestle with that. Mm -hmm. um, you don't know when it will come to you or how long it will last, the moments. So thankfully, I had... Friends, family, massive prayer going on, and people being present and to help to go out of the way to help the family, uh, whatever they thought I would need. So uh, amazing how people coming together made such uh, a crucial difference, vitally crucial to life. What would happen from then on? Yeah. Wow, that was, I love hearing that story every time. Like it just it grabs my attention. Mm. Awesome. Um, so Dr. Adams, we we haven't heard much from you. You, um, <laughs> you actually started Hope After Brain Injury. Um, why did you start that? Do you have an injury? Um, what's your story? Uh, thank you so much, Austin. You look so cool, by the way. You're the you're an awesome cat, man. I appreciate you so much. Um, hope, so after much. Brain <laughs> hope after brain injury was actually inspired by this young lady over here, Patty Foster, and she awesome. and I were connected uh, originally by a relative of hers, or she interviewed me on the radio, and I was a first responder to the Oklahoma City bombing and all that, and then uh, she had her wreck in the years after that. And we were reunited and actually re-met one another in 2008. And in 2008, God put on my heart through in Patty's story that I wanted to do traumatic brain injury the rest of my life. So at that time, there was only like three support. Well, I think there was five or six in the DFW area, but they were all in Dallas. And, uh, and there was no uh, faith-based nonprofit organization for brain injury. And so through the inspiration of Patty Foster, I started that. And we are still the only faith-based nonprofit for brain injury in the States. And um, the cool thing is that 
uh, it has been expanded into international. So we do a lot of speaking and uh, touring, if I can say it like that, doing a lot of consultations and teaching people, healthcare professionals, survivors, caregivers, care partners, as they like to say now, um, on how to work with traumatic brain injury, how to help them. Well, we like to say we like to encourage them, educate and equip them in the brain injury recovery journey. Wow, and that's, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, and that's how I got to meet you that first time. And I was so impressed with how you spoke and you and Patty were so sweet together and fun together. You guys were the best uh, program that whole day, I think. And uh, we just had a great time. We'll pay you money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes the world go round. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, Patty, you're obviously such a keen speaker. I'm trying to pick up some tips and tricks from you. Um, I've heard he has some books out. What, what, what kind of, or what, what books do you have out? Is there anything, what are they about? Yeah, yeah. So connect to the whole world of brain injury. In fact, several years after the crash, I mean, because it was like three years after the crash before the trial even took place for the guy who killed us. Um, he was just in his mid-50s. He had done this to a lot of other people, but for whatever reason, had not really been, you know, called on the carpet or whatever you'd say. And, um, uh, so anyway, those few years after the crash, uh, you know, because I was, I was invited by an international speakers agency to write a chapter in one of their books. And it was about getting things done, successful women speak. And they said, Patty, just write from your vantage point, whatever, whatever connects with you. And uh, so it was huge to me about service and then just how the crash works its way in, into that whole, you know, mentality. Um, in fact, am I saying that reminds me, Austin, just in to point out, even in the crash in our Tahoe, that the front passenger, Heather, she had just graduated from high school, accepted to college, Texas A&M, pre-med major. They thought she would make it. But late that night, in that 11 o'clock hour, her family had to make the decision to turn off the system, the life support system. So Heather didn't make it. And then the driver of the Tahoe, Emily, she and her husband were expecting their first little one. She was pregnant. It ended up killing the little one in her womb. Plus they thought I was dead. The other lady, lots of nerve damage. So the guy who caused this, he ended up having, he was talking on his cell phone. Plus he had five different drugs in his blood system. The judge gave him three life sentences back to back. Uh, and I pray for him often. It shows how people need people to help, to encourage, to, I mean, you know what I'm saying, just come alongside sometime. So that book, Successful Women Speak, you know, getting things done. So I talked about the crash. Uh, and then soon after that, I ended up like probably also maybe you're putting together your story right now for your book. Yes. Uh, and I encourage you to do that because that's huge. And as eBooks or audio books or paperback, it doesn't matter. Getting that message out, that, that word of hope that will help someone else not to give up, you know? 
So I put together my book called Coping with Traumatic Brain Injury, One Woman's Journey from Death to Life. Paperback, ebook, audio, the whole nine yards. Um, then I, I was asked by several different people, some in California, uh, sorry, Canada, different areas, to write a chapter in another book. One was called Amazing Faith. Then another book called Modern Day Miracles, an author up in Ontario. Um, I put that one together. Then a few years ago, I put together a book called Hope for the Journey, a 52-week spiritual journal. So it's basically what I do. I take a devo that helped me deal with my life of learning how to live and recover and have confidence and decide what's my purpose. I mean, I had a purpose before the crash. I was a radio personality down south, up north, Michigan, Indiana. And then boom, I was dead. I was gone. Life was over. I had no memory of what existed before, how to do it. Nothing came back. So, and all of those years later, I mean, it took five years before I even had my first individual one recollection of the old Patty and just kept building on it from there. So I think Dina was the encouragement who put in my mind, Patty, write a book of all that you've learned that can help anybody in any adversity. You know, Austin, whether brain injury or cancer or diabetes or it doesn't matter what the adversity is. So I called it Hope for the Journey. And I take one Devo, you read one Devo each day of the week. Then I give you a challenging question for day one, two, three, four, and five. You have the weekend off. <laughs> um, then chicken soup for the soul. Whoa, we all know that. Mm. Well, they just put out their very first book and only book that I know of to do with traumatic brain injury. And that was just like in 13, 13 2013, 2014. So they chose my story. I'm number 99. Mm -hmm. um, but you can check it all out. Go to my website, pattyfoster.com. Check out my books. That's P-A-T-T-I-F-O-S-T-E-R.com. You can check out the books, be nosy, shoot me a text, shoot me an email, whatever blows you have back. And Austin, you might be interested for uh, Team Luke Hope Reminds that Patty has oh, just yeah. completed. You want to tell them about it? I'm so excited. She's just completed a children's book for, uh, it's called The Adventures of Head Trauma Girl. And it now it's in production and they're going through the editing phase and the um, illustrations. illustrations and such. So you guys especially will like that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, um, like you said, I'm in the process of writing a book. I already have an editor and a producer. Um, right now, um, I always remember the, the one piece of advice that you gave me about writing this book that stuck in my head and like it's just like ingrained in my brain now is like <laughs> write your book that affects the five senses. Yes. Awakens, brings it alive. Exactly. It's always touched me. Yeah, because that so connects with people. It's like when we can feel it, we can sense it, we can hear it, we can smell it, we can see it. It's like, ah, mm -hmm. it becomes ours. We want to know more. We want to lean in more and we <clears throat> receive more. Awesome. So you um, 
Are you available to speak at different events or groups? I've um, like, obviously you're a great speaker right now. You say you're writing a, or you've already written books. Um, you're just, yeah. So basically like, are you also able to give speeches and sweet? Oh, we love to. Uh, I do a lot on my own. And then with Dina, with hope after brain injury, we go all over the world talking about neuropsychs and researchers. I do a lot at ladies groups or different uh, youth things or churches or state organizations dealing with just giving people rehab points or talking to a lot of states. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, countries, in fact, oh dear. Yes. Dina, tell them about Australia. So we are uh, right now in talks with presenting at the Brain Injury Australia, their national conference is in October of this year. So we will be a part of that. And um, we were just in Canada, uh, I believe in March or May, I can't remember. And yeah. <laughs> so when the Raptors won, we were all crazy. We were so excited. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, we'd love to speak or anything because you can hook up with us through our website or email or anything. Uh, like for instance, hopeafterbraininjury.org. Great site. Hopeafterbraininjury.org. Uh, also, my website, my name, pattyfoster.com, like I told you earlier, P-A-T-T-I-F-O-S-T-E-R.com. Uh, you shoot me an email, info, I-N-F-O, at pattyfoster.com. Of course, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find me there. Uh, Dr. Adams, what is your email? It's drdinaadams at gmail.com. So it's D-R-D-E-A-N-A-A-D-A-M-S at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. If you have any questions uh, about how to deal with brain injury, any you need connected with any community resource, I can find that for you. And... Um, just do all I can to make that navigation, that very difficult yeah. journey a little bit easier. Definitely. So um, we're wrapping up here. I have one more question for y'all. How did you get started giving these speeches? Cause I'm in the process right now of trying to start giving speeches. I give a speech at a camp. I've given speeches for Team Luca for Minds, but it's very minimal stuff like that. How did you like get on this train and ride down the country. Mm. I think one main thing, the first thing that popped in my mind, Austin, relationships. Yeah. Lay hold of every relationship. Go out of your way, go above and beyond to make a connection with someone, to follow through, like make that connection. Then a couple of weeks after, follow up. A couple of weeks after that, follow up again. Send the visual, send an MP3 file or video or Facebook Live or whatever you can send someone so they can see, have an idea of what you do uh, and uh, lay hold of those moments, offer, yeah. offer to do stuff, stuff free. Uh, but then also start coming up with, you know, a, a certain amount you might want or definitely for travel, include that, mm -hmm. you know, be positive, assert yourself because volunteering doesn't pay bills. So, uh, going out of your way to make those connections then having uh i got a great web guy who put together a website so that he puts me on so many different uh names you know so when you search on google so many of my different things will automatically come up okay that starts building things 
but also Austin with, with all the social media that's so active. Okay. Lay hold of it. Use that. So, so include things about what you're doing, what you're learning, what you offer that can connect with someone else. But I believe at the bottom line still, Dr. Adams, you can talk more about this mm -hmm. too. Boom. Relationship. Lay hold of those relationships. Go out of your way to offer your services. Offer to MC. Offer to answer questions. Be on a panel. Yeah. And I want to give you kind of a technical answer, Austin, if it's okay. And I will help you uh, any way that you want me to. But I'm going to tell you the truth. There's sort of a, a big miss in the uh, brain injury um, educational world. So the International Brain Injury Association is an exceptionally great place to start. And the uh, National American, or sorry, North American Brain Injury Society, both of those, they'll have conferences every year or every other year. So in 2021, we're going to Dublin, Ireland to speak. How do we do that? There's this fancy thing when they have a conference, they'll say call for papers. And when you click on that, and it is kind of technical, but really the miss that I'm noticing in all these big fancy with all the neurosurgeons and neuro people is there's not any survivors that speak very well. No, I don't mean that they don't speak well. They don't have that opportunity. And I think Austin, you would be great for that. And so um, it's the one thing that when Patty speaks at these big organizations that all these people say, you're the reason I keep doing what I'm doing. And Austin, you're a great inspiration. So that's a real technical um, answer to your question, but there's a way you can actually get into these big time uh, national and international brain injury groups that conferences that will actually propel you into another level of speaking. Awesome. I will definitely have to check in on that and try to make a door for me to open. Absolutely. But, um, thank you all very much for coming. Um, if you have, oh, no, now is my final question. Do you have any um, any uh, words of advice or support for people that are going through brain injury or caregivers or anything like that? Yes, definitely. A lot of things start going through my mind right off. <laughs> but but definitely go out of your way for somebody. Like my first thing when you said that, Austin, was don't give up. But also right behind that, Austin really hit me is be there for people. Go out of your way to be present. Like for the caregivers or care partners, find somebody who's gone through what you're going through. Ask questions, mm -hmm. learn from them. Don't hold back. Uh, and, and because most people have never navigated along this incredible maze of brain injury and we need each other. So find out, ask questions uh, and, and to live that purpose, lay hold of that moment, lean into that moment, live that moment. Uh, but for survivors, like you and me, come up with your motto or mantra for living yeah. and then live it. Use that logo like you and I have taught. Use that and, and make that, keep that the main thing. Like 
you've heard people say, keep the main thing, the main thing. Well, after brain injury, that's killer hard. Yeah. It's like, cause I forget what the main thing is. What is a thing? Okay. Now explain that to me. Now, how do I find what, what is my purpose? That's huge. So I say, even to you, Austin, man, keep doing what you're doing and, and find your purpose. And sure, life changes, circumstances change. And some of the purpose might change, but don't give up and, and, and keep going toward it. Make adjustments wherever you need to. Um, but like my motto is make a difference now. Journal and learn, read your journal. Uh, and, and get other people to make comments mm -hmm. that can give you some advice that can help you because they've been there. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Adams, what do you say? Well, I, I love to say this, and it's so true, that brain injury survivors are twice as smart as the rest of us because they learn to live, learn to live, had the injury, and had to learn to live again. So they have so much to offer to normal mm -hmm. people in this world. And I so admire them. And I think, Patty, what you're saying is relationships makes the biggest difference. Mm -hmm. And I also would say a beautiful thing about brain injury recovery is to allow the injured person to become the new person that they will be mm -hmm. instead of making them live in the shadow of somebody they're not anymore. And I think it's wonderful yeah. to be able to develop that new purpose because you'll find that it's much more rich than what they could ever imagine. And so going to websites like Patty's or hopeafterbraininjury.org are all really good resources to let you know you're not by yourself. Yeah. And uh, even though it might feel that way, you're not. And it's a lot of good things coming ahead for everyone, the survivor and the caregivers as well. Yeah. That, that was very touching. I, I definitely experienced both of those during my injury and I'm still trying to live up what you're, you're saying, Dr. Adams. And yeah, I just I put one foot in front of the other and keep moving. Yeah, yeah that's right. Not We're so hard. proud of you, buddy. We, we are. really we are. Cheer you we on. think you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Um, we'll uh, keep in touch. Great. Have a good day. See you. Thank you for listening to Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. If you want to learn more, check out our website, teamlukehopeforminds.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. See you all next time.